New Earth Podcast is supported by listeners like you. If you'd like to donate or support the show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash new earth. And that's spelled N-U Earth. As a Patreon member, you'll also receive bonus episodes with fellow guests, monthly virtual gatherings with me, and any book giveaways that we're doing for the month. Become a Patreon subscriber today and receive one of our New Earth stickers designed by Vero Koya. Hey tribe, it's Nixie Marie. You're listening to New Earth, a podcast where each week we explore the relationship between spirituality and sustainability and how these topics play an important role in the evolution of humankind. Together, we aim to remember our connection with Mother Nature to heal ourselves and save our planet. Well, hello, Rainbow Warriors. Welcome back to another episode of New Earth Podcast. This is your Captain Nixie speaking. I am here to bring you a fun and enlightening message today. We have a, an amazing and incredible interview with uh, Jessica Zwieg, and she crushed it. I mean, I had so much fun recording this, and it kind of brought me back to our I Am Goddess Collective days when we um, when we just had a lot of women on the show and uh, really got to be empowered by each other's presence and sisterhood. And that's really what I felt from Jessica the entire interview. I just felt like it was one babe to another chatting about empowering ourselves to simply just be us, which is her brand as well as her podcast. So um, before we get into the episode with Jessica, I am going to, as usual, pull us a card for the day by our favorite deck, the uh herbal healing deck and we'll get into the, the medicine from the plant and animal kingdom. I'm actually going to combine the two because synchronistically enough, um, one of the, the questions that Jessica answers uh, on the show today, when I asked her what what uh, is communicating with you right now as far as it goes in the ant- plant and, and animal kingdom and, and she beautifully and eloquently described that her uh, spirit animal is actually the butterfly. And of course, what did I pull? I pulled the card butterfly weed, which I actually didn't even know there was a weed that was called butterfly weed. So this is really cool. And you just can't make this stuff up. This is when like, I love when things happen where it's just super aligned the message is clear. The medicine that y'all need right now is obvious and it's symbols around transformation. The butterfly is one of my, I think spiritually, one of the most symbolic um, insects because it just, the everything that it involves is the way of transformation and the need for, you know, freedom and courage. And it requires us to, remind ourselves that we're always in a constant formation of growth and it's a never-ending cycle that we are in of self-transformation and you know it's such a symbol that we need to remind ourselves that we are truly 100% 
always in a cycle. Like we're never going to be um, the same. Like everything is, is temporary and the butterfly reminds us that. And it just, it's so funny. I had no idea there's a butterfly weed. So let's get into what this butterfly weed medicine is for us today over in the, um, this is actually root. So there's a butterfly weed root for those amazing um, herbalists and alchemists of the plants. You probably know all about this. Um, So the quote of this beautiful card is just when the caterpillar thought the world was over, it became a butterfly. And with apparently, okay, so it has bright orange flowers that grace fields and roadsides of Eastern North America. Butterfly weed is a three foot tall perennial and member of the milkweed family. Its name implies that this herb attracts a large number of butterflies, bees, and hummingbirds due to its brilliant color and generous nectar. It is also known by the name Plurcy root, and this plant has a history, of course, being used by Native Americans and early settlers for bronchial infections. So that is so fascinating. Butterfly weed is also known by today's herbalist community to remove stagnation, to move the body, and refers to lingering infection in the lungs as well as other areas of the body. And it can be applied topically as a lubricating agent to removing clicking or clacking joints. Um, The plant also releases stagnation by moving internal energy outward. This is true for all kinds of stagnation, whether physical or emotional in nature. Butterfly, butterfly weed also heralds a time of transformation and renewal. As such, this is a auspicious card to draw. The time is ripe with an opportunity to transform yourself, especially your creative self. So coming of age, heightened sexual maturity, new artist pursuits, elevation into higher spiritual realms, and ascension are all areas of growth indicated by butterfly weed. When you come out onto the other side of this influence of the self, you perceive what might look very different from the one you know now. Rest assured that transformation is the way of nature and your process is completely a natural one. Yet just as the caterpillar must lose itself to become a butterfly, you must also let go of portions of yourself that no longer serve you. Attachments to past lovers, friends, teachers, or belief systems should all be examined. Comb through your life carefully, looking for anything that weighs you down or limits your potential. If you truly believe that you were to begin a brand new life today, what would you choose to bring with you? And what would you let go of? Releasing guilt is especially important right now, as this emotion is far too heavy for the spiritual wings you are developing. Many of us hold guilt in the sacral chakra, the seat of our creativity and sexuality. Through visualization, energy work, meditation, or ceremony, work to release any guilt or negative attachments you might hold in this area. Transcending the ordinary may also bring up feelings of guilt about other people's experiences of life. Though you may feel the envious eyes of others upon your back, take care not to absorb or take responsibility for their feelings. Stay true to yourself and humbly accept the blessings headed your way. Soaring to new heights, traveling great distances, and understanding the universe more deeply are all possibilities now. While this is a glorious time of growth and evolution in your life, transformation is never easy. Like a caterpillar in a cocoon, you may be tested with a need to become camouflaged, stationary, or vulnerable for a time. 
There might be moments when it feels as though nothing is happening, but don't be fooled, for this is merely an illusion. There is no doubt that stagnant energy is being removed from your entire being. Strong emotions are natural at this time of intense change. Be gentle on yourself throughout this process and let these emotions wash over you like cleansing waves. Have patience as you wait for the right moment to emerge. You, new wings, your new wings may take some time to practice and for use, but entry into a, a transformed reality is assured. What a beautiful card. I love, love, love that. And I can't wait to check out what butterfly weed looks like so we can all keep our eyes peeled and if we want to work with it if we're I'm actually feeling a little stagnation right now so I think I might work with butterfly medicine and uh, butterfly weed and see what is, is in store for me butterfly medicine as uh, I mean everything that was just symboled in that card is pretty much the the medicine as from a shamanic perspective um, what really at the root of it all is just self-transformation and knowing that we are these beautiful creatures that are able to transform. And, you know, like the card references that one morning when, when our transformation is over, we may not recognize ourselves in the mirror. And that's when we know, like we're on that journey. So if that message resonates with you today and you're feeling you're in the root of a really big transformation, or maybe you want to be initiated into one and would like to remove any stagnation, turn to the butterfly weed as your guide. All right. So a couple of reminders before we get into our beautiful interview with Jessica, please go to uh, our private Facebook group and join our group. If you would like to get in on any conversations that we're having around bringing in our rainbow rainbow warrior tribe um, or even if you'd like to join the patreon page our lovely patreons have done such a great work at building our community this year our intention is to really um, bring everyone together and bring our tribe together and really be able to connect and share our visions and put them in the collective pot so that we are able to create this vision together you know and I'm not I have this vision I know so many of you uh, out there do in building this new earth and co-creating it and becoming co-creators with nature. And so we're putting our intentions and our seeds into the pot and holding ceremony every single month inside the uh, new earth podcast Patreon page to keep planting these seeds. And, you know, I think we're, we're bringing back ceremony because it really is symbolic of the native waves when we would have ceremony for a reason. And there's so much importance in ceremony and I am so nurtured whenever I'm in ceremony and, and able to be with you all. So thank you all so much for anyone who is supporting the show. If you'd like to become a Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash new earth, or just go to newearth.org, our website and check out our offerings. And you'll get also a beautiful sticker designed by Vera Koya of our amazing logo. So I'm excited to get into this episode with Jessica. Today, we talk about you know, ultimately transformation, so much of the butterfly medicine that we discussed, but um, how to just simply be authentic and create a regenerative business and lifestyle and being authentic to who you really are and how important that is. And Jessica's story is is incredibly beautiful. I know so many of you are going to relate to her 
her story and how she came to be. Um, some insight on Jessica and and some of the work that she has. She also has a podcast called Just Simply Be, and she's the founder and CEO of Simply Be Agency. And her visionary work is in defining and enhancing personal brands and has gained many notable accolades, including being named one of Crane's Chicago's 2020 Most Notable Entrepreneurs, one of Inc.'s top digital marketers to watch in 2017, a personal branding expert by Forbes, and one of the Chicago Tribune's top 10 entrepreneurs to follow. Uh, She also received a Stevie Award, Female Entrepreneur of the Year in 2018 and 2019, and she is just crushing the game. She's had so many amazing guests on her show, so as you all know, you love podcasting here. Highly recommend checking out her podcast. I did a little deep dive into it, and um, gosh, it's so good. She's got great, great guests and so much good information and value that she brings if you're looking to build a brand and be yourself as a personal brand, which so many of us are really embodying and being because it's so important to be ourselves when we're building our own brand. And um, authenticity is the secret ingredient. So let's welcome the lovely Jessica onto the show. Well, hello, fellow Earthlings. Welcome back to another episode of New Earth Podcast. I am sitting here with a lovely, lovely goddess in the house today. We've got Jessica Zwieg, and I'm hoping I said that right. Welcome to the show. It's Zwieg, but it's okay. Everyone gets my name wrong. It's a thing, and I... (laughs) Embrace it. You know, it's a hard name. It's a hard name. So it's Zwieg, but you were close. Okay, well, and I'm the worst at when I go, oh, shoot the name, and then I don't ask how to say it before, so <laughs> thanks for flowing with me. It, ha- it happens to me all the time, girl. I have a show, too, right? right? And, like, you've got people coming on, and we all have our own unique ways of interpreting it, so it's all good. So I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy you're here, too. So for those who don't know who Jessica is, she is a fellow podcaster, has her own show, uh, just the Simply Be podcast, and she is an award-winning entrepreneur and one of the nation's most preeminent personal branding experts. So uh, we're going to get into some discussion today about authenticity and being your own brand and being yourself. And she's got a book coming up, so I'm sure we're going to hear a little bit of a little cliff notes on that as well. Um, but before we get into the podcast, I always like to start the show off with these few questions. Are you ready? Hit me. Yes. I'm okay. Right, All right. So I am one who really loves the land and nature. So I'm curious, how do you connect to the land or the nature that you either live on or that surrounds you? Yeah, well, I live in Chicago, so I live in the city. Right. Mm. And so it's hard to, um, it's really hard to find that opportunity to, yeah. to connect. So I'm really a big traveler. I'm an avid traveler. My favorite place is Costa Rica, which is like nature on yep. steroids and yep. the most beautiful jungle ever. Um, you know, I'm a beach girl. I love the sunsets. If I, so if I can see anywhere in the world, to be frank, if I can be on like the West coast of any facing ocean, the Pacific ocean, if I'm in the Western hemisphere, I'll be happy. The way that I really connect to nature though, in my like Quidodian day-to-day life is is plants. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a ton around my house. I mean, I'm a plant whore. Like you can see some right here. <laughs> They're like everywhere. Yep. And um, I I really connect with crystals. I connect with um, Palo Santo, sage. Those are sort of the um, the elements of you know 
all different kingdoms, if you will, that I can play with on a daily basis. And so if I can surround myself with that kind of life force, wherever I go, I'm, I'm pretty good, but mm. it's, it's tough sometimes being in yeah. a big city, you know, you got to kind of make your own connection. You have to work for it. Yeah. I always say just like if you, if you do live in a city to get plants in your home, cause it's such a great way to, I mean, regardless, just be able to be around that element and it's so calming and so inducing of love and, and that connection yeah. to, to nature. So I love that answer totally. and I'm sure so many can relate. So uh, next question I have for you, are there any animals or plants? I love to use animal and plants sort of as spirit guides that are really currently speaking to you. And if so, what are they saying? Yeah, that's such a great question. So um, I learned this summer when I went to Santa Fe, I went to Santa Fe for a week by myself. I like to try and take at least one solo vacation a year. Um, I call them alone moons. Like honeymoons, alone moons. I think everyone should take an alone moon. Yeah, and I'm bored with that. Really, just be. Yeah, I mean, just it's so underrated to just be with yourself. Simply mm. be. Hence my brand. And <laughs> I try and really walk my own walk and fill my own cup by being. And so anyway, I went to Santa Fe this summer for a week by myself, and I met with a shaman, and we did an animal, um, uh, spirit animal sort of journey, and I learned that my my power animal, which I've learned is a little different than a spirit animal. Uh, your power animal is sort of the, the animal that has sort of chosen you throughout your life. And you have a, a power animal when you're a child that's a little bit softer and more approachable. And for me, it was a duck. And in my adult life, it's actually a horse. And that, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it makes a lot of, it actually like my whole life made sense in that one particular conversation and, yeah. and experience I had with my shaman. And the, so the horse is my power animal and that is um, all about, you know, freedom, unbridled power, running free, mm. being uncaged, being untamed and, and kind of running solo yeah. in a sense, which, which, which makes a lot of sense if you, you know, know my, my heart, I guess. And then my spirit animal is a butterfly and I have always been a complete butterfly fanatic since I was a little girl. They, they, always, they always seem to come in and speak to me in the most beautiful, perfect moments, I see them all throughout wherever I go. And I actually have a huge butterfly tattoo, like the size of my butt on my butt, <laughs> um, literally like the span of my, my hips in the back, uh, big butterfly wings, because the butterfly has been such a representation mm. of constant metamorphosis yeah. in my life. And, you know, to be in metamorphosis, I read on Instagram recently on like a meme that when a caterpillar goes into the um, cocoon, it literally turns to liquid. It becomes like mush before it expands. And I think that, you know, I think we can all relate. Like my life has sort of been one series of becoming mush and expanding yeah. and then coming, yeah. becoming mush and then expanding. And so the butterfly and the horse are, I think, the two most significant animals that have been part of me for my most of my life. That's amazing. I love that you're so clear with that too. Like, you know, them, you know, exactly, you know, the difference between the spirit and your power animal. And it totally makes sense just kind of reading your energy and sort of feeling that essence of the horse and sort of creating your own. I just kind of see, saw you, you know, riding off in the, in the wild and embracing yourself. Yep. And, and that's really what, uh, you know, we're essentially going to talk about, I think today. So, um, Definitely. your journey, it sounds like you've had this obvious metamorphosis for life and, and coming into you, who you are to just simply be, uh, I'm curious, like what got you here? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I can go as far back as, you know, being young, growing up in a very affluent, very snobby, very, um, you know, specific community growing up. And I never mm. fit in. And I, I, no one believes me when I say it now, but I was, <laughs> I was like so gawky and awkward and unattractive. I was literally an ugly duckling most of my life till mm. I was about 22 or three when something happened and I, my skin cleared up. I mean, I grew up with like horrible skin. I was overweight. My mom didn't know how to dress me. She was a school teacher. I had frizzy, frizzy. I actually had curly hair that my mom would brush. So, you know, when you brush curly hair, it frizzes. Yes, I have curly and I hair, was so just, I totally know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my hair is like super thick and curly to this day. And, you know, my, my, the long of the short of it is I, I just spent my whole life just never feeling like I belonged anywhere mm-hmm. and that my um, beingness wasn't enough and that I didn't have, you know, a true community that like supported me and where I had a sense of belonging. I just was never really cool and didn't really love myself and accept myself for like a long, long time. And then it wasn't until later in life, you know, after I had gone through a series of heartbreaks and failures and, you know, mistakes and really trying to figure out my way that I, that I finally, after doing so much work, realized like, it's been me all along. Mm. Like I, I was, you know, I didn't have to try or do, I could just be. Mm. And that awakening and that understanding and that truth settling in changed the course of my life. And it was really when I accepted myself as simply being Jessica, that everything exploded in a way, like everything I ever dreamed of kind of opened and, and really escalated and accelerated in like such a profound capacity and quickly and so I feel so committed to really bringing other people along that journey and teaching people what I have learned as part of my own authentic journey, because authenticity isn't a destination. It's not like, okay, I'm authentic now and I've got it all figured <laughs> out. Like, no, it's a, it's a journey, like yeah. to know yourself and the, the journey is within, not without. And that was one mm-hmm. thing I had been searching for my whole life was like outside validation, outside credibility like answers and other people, answers and healers, teachers, you know, classes, courses. And it was like, the journey is within. And the more that I tune in and the more that I be within myself, actually the more powerful I become because I have all, most of the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that again, took me a long time to learn. So I built my whole platform and my whole message and my whole business around that. And I do a lot of different things now with it. But yeah, I mean, I really for a very long time, did not like who I was. And that was because the world around me was telling me that I shouldn't. And finally, one day I was like, fuck that. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen to my, my own heart and my own soul. And that's, that was the beginning of the beginning. As it always is. I fully believe the inner creates the outer and you just described that so beautifully. And I'm sure everyone listening can relate to that story of, you know, I love that you kind of resort to also that ugly duckling kind of feeling that, you know, that just not belonging. And I'm pretty sure every single person, including myself, can relate because we're often the oddballs and um, don't necessarily fit in, quote unquote, with normal society. (laughs) We're definitely the outcasts and that's okay, you know, once we finally accept ourselves. So um, I'm curious what like your biggest, uh, 
like when you had that moment of loving yourself and accepting yourself for who you are, was there something that you did specifically that really helped you get there? Yeah. I mean, I think it's been a series of breakdowns to breakthroughs. I would say the most significant, one of the most memorable moments that I, um, I can recall is when, so Simply Be is my second business. And I, I ran another business for about seven years before this one. And I was running a hundred miles an hour and I was really operating from a lot of ego and I wasn't treating my body well. And I got, I got really, really sick. And in fact, I was getting chronically sick and I was coming down with sinus infections, but they weren't normal sinus infections. They were like demobilizing sinus infections and I couldn't heal. And finally I had surgery after a year of being sick, basically for a straight year. And it was during the recovery of that surgery because I, you know, I thought I was so, I thought I was so tough and so strong. Like my mind was like, I'm going to have this surgery, check it off my schedule and get back to work. And my body, you know, this, your body is far more intuitive than your brain. Mm -hmm. And no, no, no. My my body literally was like, "Uh uh-uh, honey, you are going to stay home and, and, and rest and heal Mm. because it took twice as long for me to heal as I thought it would. And in that sort of second back half, as I was entering that, that second stage of like being twice as long, I had an emotional breakdown. I had a nervous breakdown actually, because I was so uncomfortable being, I was so uncomfortable resting. Mm. And I remember being stuck in my apartment in Chicago. It was, it was, it was like the summertime It was warm and I wanted to go to work that day and I couldn't. And anyway, I got out of my house. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to like take a walk. And I went down to the park by my house at the time. And I sat on the grass and I had never meditated before. And I see it was like my, like, I was like, I've heard about meditation, but I, I think I should try that now. Cause I was so, I was was having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. So I close my eyes and I sit on this, you know, grassy knoll. It's such a cliche image, but it's actually the truth. And I heard, I sat still for about 10 minutes and I heard a higher voice. I heard my higher self. I literally heard myself talk to myself. That wasn't me coming from my brain, but from some higher plane. And it said to me, Jessica, no matter what you do when you leave this business, because I was running a business at the time that wasn't working, was out of alignment. That's why I was feeling, that's why I was getting sick. Um, That you need to, you need to leave it and you need to, uh, name your next project, whatever it is, simply be. And I have a tattoo here on my wrist that says Aww. simply be. And it had been there forever. And I had like put it there haphazardly in my early twenties because I thought it was pretty, but it was like sitting on my wrist, looking at me my whole adult life. And it was like, this was the message that I was intended to always learn, but I had to go through the shit to learn it. And then the message was call your next project, that business, because it'll be your reminder Mm. to be in alignment because mm. you're so out of alignment and that's what you really are here to teach but you have to learn it first that's so cool and i have yeah so i that, have tattoos as well that i've been like oh i got this because of this being me now it is kind of these i kind of like to say they're um sort of these like symbols of our like figuring out and fight like little pieces to the puzzle of who we are sometimes. And we don't even know. 
I have my, um, I have a 13 on my side and it's a yin and yang. And my, I met my, uh, currently fiance now. Um, (laughs) thanks, uh, on Friday the 13th and that's his birthday. So it's like the synchronicities that we like our higher selves already plan out and prep us for is like right there, right in front of us. That's so beautiful. Isn't it the truth? Yeah. It's like, there's always, someone told me recently, I had a, a, a reading with a medium, like one of my healers. And she was like, your angels are telling me that they're talking to you all the time and you're not listening. You need to pay attention more because they're talking to you all the time. And I just think that's true for all of us. Oh yeah. How many of you guys can relate to that one? Definitely <laughs> not often listening. It's it's and that's really all we have to do. I love that you uh, you have. I actually just did a, a podcast about uh, you know the difference between human doing and being, and how we are in this sort of new this whole year. If the theme of the year could be anything for me, and I think a lot of us is to be. And this is you know of course this is going into 2020 of last year. The lessons that we really learned, but you know. For you, what is the difference in in a human doing and being? I just I just did a, a whole talk on this, so Great. I I should I should know this. <laughs> We're in sync. So um, <laughs> I really are. It's and it's so timely, and I couldn't agree yeah. with you more that this has really been the recalibration mm-hmm. of doing this, of being this. So you know, doing when you look up the word doing in the dictionary, it's it's, I actually just, I know this, it says either to execute or perform and the hurried, busy creation nature of, of, of a thing, essentially. And then if you look up the word be in the dictionary, mm-hmm. it's the word existence, Oof. the true nature or essence of a person. That's, mm. that's the definition of being. Isn't that great? That's so good. I just got chills. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Breathe that in. It is so beautiful. The existence of who we are. And we don't have to try. Mm -hmm. We don't have to try to be. We just are simply breathing. It's like enough. It matters. It's worthy. And and on that notion of worth, we feel like we have to hustle for it. We feel like we have to prove it. We feel like we have to do and mm-hmm. act mm-hmm. and create and sell and be seen and grow. And, and then we are, our existence matters. But, but the beingness definition just throws all that out the window. And it's like, actually, you could just chill. And you are as valuable mm-hmm. and as worthy and as needed as, as anyone in the world is purely based on who you are being. And I, I think that that is the most incredible permission slip for all of us to, to stop stressing so much and accepting more.
Today's podcast is brought to you by Clarity, the complete non-toxic, zero-waste, all-natural home cleaning solution, co-founded and created by yours truly. Clarity naturally cleans your home without using harmful chemicals, protects the environment with zero-waste packaging, is convenient and cost-saving by delivering concentrates directly to your door, and best of all, it makes cleaning fun. It's simple and affordable to bring Clarity to your home. Grab one of our zero-waste home cleaning kits to get you started or the ready-to-go all-purpose bottle and you have everything you need to remove toxic chemicals and plastics from your cleaning ritual. Sign up for a subscription to receive our concentrate refills and you have everything you need without a trip to the grocery store. Simply visit Clarity, that's spelled C-L-A-R-Y-T-I, Dot com and use the promo code ECOTRIBE for your exclusive 10% off discount. Thank you so much for being part of this New Earth community and making our world a greener place. I don't know if you get this as a podcast host, but sometimes you get guests on where you're like, yeah, this is exactly what I'm learning right now. And it's like this message that you're meant to hear as well. I mean, yep. we're in this collective stream of of this consciousness that's running through, but this is the exact message that I'm learning. And because I let go of a business this year and um, I am actually sailing and cruising and let go of a lot of things and decided to just live my life on my own terms and create a whole new business around that and like go with the flow. But the biggest thing has been the days that we're sailing and we're on these like big crossings, there's nothing to do but be. And it's, it's like, it takes time to integrate that, you know, from going from like, I ran six figure business to like all of a sudden just be. So I'm just breathing in that with yeah. you. Cause it's, it's a big lesson. And I think that's again, what this, you know, these, these times are for is to realize that we've kind of been out of sync with, with nature. Cause that's what nature does, you know? <laughs> it's like the lesson yeah, and the answers 100%. are hundred right percent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's such a So thank you medicine. for bringing that, that medicine in. Um, and your, your book that you're, you just are, you know, in the process of launching, um, is called B. So yeah. here we go. <laughs> so if you were to give there us a go. little like, uh, insight on, on what's inside of that book, can you give us a little bit of a sneak peek? Of course. Yeah. I'd love to. So the book is really a, an empowerment manifesto. It's a, it's a book that's going to teach you how to build your personal brand. Mm -hmm. But in my view, you know, there's such a con noise and projection around this idea of building a personal brand in the first place. Right. And I have a completely opposite view. I think that it's, it's simply knowing what makes you you and owning it and articulating it and shining it. And that's, and that's everybody's rights and everyone has access to that superpower. And I also have been in the digital marketing world for like 10 years, not more than that. I'm going to date myself, but I've been around the block. <laughs> so I've really understood, you know, how to navigate the, the digital sphere to really build a platform to scale your business. And it's going to teach you how to do that. So it's a tactical roadmap in, in a sense, but it's, it's really just, it's a disguise as a business book, but it's really a empowerment book. And 
I walk you through my proprietary methodology of how to really build a platform, build a message, build a strategy, grow on social, get yourself seen in in the media, like really to elevate yourself. But it's, it takes you on a journey to believe that you're worth all of that in the first place, Mm. that you actually deserve success and, and a success quote unquote looks like a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And I believe that your personal brand, if you're doing it right, is an act of service. It's actually not at all about your ego. It's actually not at all about like how many social media followers you have. I don't talk about that in the book. I talk about authenticity and what makes you the person to bring your gifts to your right community. Because we all have our own right community. Mm -hmm. We, We all have the power to change the world. And the way that you change the world is one person at a time. So if you change one person's life with your work or with your words or with a smile, you've changed the world by changing that person. Mm. And so I, I really take it, I I really bring it down to, to, um, I wouldn't say basics for the reader. In fact, I really rewrite, I think the whole perception and narrative on personal branding, quote unquote, at large in the book and give the author or the reader, I should say the permission I, I call my book the permission slip, the permission to really be who they were born to be. Mm. And by the end of it, I, I think you'll feel that and you'll know exactly what to do with that. Mm. And so I'm really, really excited about, about getting my book into the hands as as many people as possible, because I yeah. think we all, we all fear do, do, doing less, being more. We all, we all fear, you know, what the world thinks of us. We all fear of, not being enough. And, and I just say, fuck all of that shit. You yeah. actually are, are all of that already. And that's all you have to do is be, mm. hence the title. Yeah. Ooh, such a deep one. The not enough, like I'm not doing enough conversation, I think really runs for some reason, I mean, deep into our programming and it takes a lot of yeah. work to to pull that one out and sift through it. And, you know, what do you have any like uh, tips or ways that someone could who really wants to tap more into that and, and really rewrite that story, how they could start to practice being more? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'll take it from my book, if that's cool, because yeah. there's a chapter in there that I really love and it's it's one of my favorite chapters and it's chapter four and so we all have self-limiting beliefs we all have we all have fears right we just do and they're so interwoven in our subconscious that we don't even realize that we're looking at the world through the lens of of fear and self-limiting beliefs on on such a regular basis And so chapter four really breaks down what are your self-limiting beliefs that you have about shining, right? Shining your light, putting yourself out there, being seen, um, really creating a successful life. Like what, what are the, what are the self-limiting beliefs that you have around that? And that, um, that ending of the chapter, I have what's what I call the, your self-love manifesto, um, where I have you literally draw out, write out, get out a pen and paper. It's best that you do it you know, for your neuroplasticity to really write it out on paper versus type it. Um, As many self-limiting beliefs as you can. Like, um, 
one of my self-limiting beliefs is like, I am always terrified of getting sick because I was mm. so, I had such chronic issues being mm. ill and I, I could, I could wake up every day and go to bed every night with that fear of like, I have to, I have to protect my immune system or I'm going to get sick. And I think a lot of people are afraid right now because of fucking COVID. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So what I could, what I could write <laughs> and what I have you do is rewrite to, to answer your question. Like what are some practices is rewrite those fears with love. We literally take, take them on one side of the paper, write out all of the fears that you have about your life and really dig deep and then push yourself to rewrite them with what I call the lens of love because fear is the opposite of love. Fear manifests its way into jealousy and to, you know, anxiety, stress, overwhelm. Like that's just the root of all that is fear. And when we really flip the narrative and we ask ourselves, okay, how can I say this with love? So to use my example of, you know, being sick, I'm afraid of getting sick. I could instead say, I have been taking such good care of my body for the last few years. I have learned so much about how to take care of myself because I was sick for so long. And now my body is optimized. I'm conscious. I'm intuitive. I am my own best healer. I am not sick. Mm. Like, and really practicing that. So does that answer your question as like a, yeah. a, like a tactical thing yeah, absolutely. that people can really spend time doing? And it's simple, yeah. you know, it's something that uh, it takes a little work to kind of dig in and really get clear on what those limiting beliefs are. But those are, those are the key. Those are the gateway to your freedom, really. You know, it's like when you understand where your operating system is and what you're telling yourself every single day, you can rewrite that and be, and be free with it, you know? So I, I fully, I fully relate to that. And, you know, I think one, one of my limiting, I'm like thinking about one of my biggest limiting beliefs is often, you know, really tied to just being seen period often, you know, I think it's interesting. Those who kind of put themselves out there more are probably the ones who have the more limiting belief. Like that's me. I'm like, Oh, it's such a struggle sometimes like get ready and do the content and put myself out there. (laughs) It's like, then maybe it would just to someone else. It would be, you know, oh, it's so easy for them. Like actually that is the reason why I do it to break through that limiting belief that I, you know, can't be seen or that I'm not seen enough or I'm never going to be seen enough. And that's, that's the one that I always seem to work with. So I totally agree. You know, I have another quick tip for you, just in your audience. This just came to me. So, you know, I just did a podcast actually on my show. It was a solo episode called Four Steps to Building a a Truly Magnetic Brand. And it was all about messaging and like look and feel and how to really align to an authentic message and all that. The, The fourth tip, and this is a fun hack for your community, is I actually created a folder called Special for Jessica in my Gmail. And anytime anyone sends me anything loving, like anytime I get like a very, you know, Mm. kudos type of email, you know, my mom sends me a beautiful message or someone who's a stranger was like, I've listened to your show or I read your podcast or like a student from a call, whatever. I just file it into my special for Jessica folder whenever I'm having a really crappy day and I don't believe in myself and I feel like I'm, I just suck and I'm not worthy of anything, I go and I read that. I go and I read those emails Mm. as a reminder, because as I said on my show, what you just said, it's actually really hard Mm. 
to shine, like to put yourself out there, yeah. like to really allow yourself to be seen. And those people that do it and make it look, make it look easy are the ones I believe that have to work the hardest yeah. to believe in themselves to do it in the first place. Yeah. It's so interesting that you said that. Yeah. That's such a great, great idea. Um, I took a course back in the day. It was like a leadership training and they kind of created these, like everybody wrote love notes and we call it our rainy day notes. And it kind of reminds me of that, you know, it's just days where like, I will want to just go in a cave and not, not be seen and, and go into self-sabotage and, and all those things that really will run the show if I let it, you know, and that's such a great, like, way to just kind of get yourself going. And I always like to get ready for the day too. I feel like if I, if I get like a good run in or get some workout in or meditation or whatever it is and like get ready and feel good and have fun, like embody an archetype for the day or something, you know, it, it, that helps me get prepared for the day versus like, and want to show up versus, you know, it's easy as us all have really gotten cozy in our homes. And uh, I mean, I've worked from home for a long time, but I think the one hack there is to get ready for the day, you know, and to not just be in your sweatpants. Totally. <laughs> That's definitely it makes such important. A difference. Such a difference. So I love these tips. They're super awesome. Um, you know, on the topic of authenticity and building your brand, I really, I've been exploring myself, you know, how to build a more regenerative business and one that's sort of based in, you know, it, it has authenticity, has all, the thing, all these components that have been lacking or lacked in my other business or lacking businesses that are running the show right now. And um, I would love to hear your insight on what you think, what sort of elements really can um, embody that for businesses or conscious creatives or artists or um, and entrepreneurs who are wanting to build a business that's sort of based on these these leading principles, I think, that can help shape sort of this new world, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's, it's really, um, it's such a great question. So what makes, I think, a business magnetic is having that very clear vision, purpose, mission, why, unapologetic, bold, heart-centered, soulful, like out loud, clear front and center, that not only can your clients, customers, following see, but also the people who work for you see and really know and, and attune to. I think that's one like, constant, non-negotiable thing you have to set forth. And that can come to life as a mission statement. It can come to life as core values within mm-hmm. your company. I don't care how big or small your company is, create core values. Yeah. Like, they, like, like make them matter. I did that from day one. I actually used to work at a corporate company and uh, they had core values on the wall and a poster board. And everyone was like, look, we got core values. And they meant nothing. No one even knew what they meant. There was no accountability to living them. It was just like checking a box in a corporate company. And I decided when I started Simply Be that I was going to actually have core values and they weren't going to just mean something. They were going to mean everything. Mm -hmm. And um, from day one, like I've grown my team now, I've, you know, staffed 12 people. And so really creating a culture uh, that regenerates itself through this this feeling and experience of like I'm a human being here yeah. and I matter and what I have to say and how I feel matters and that I ca- like I care about the people who are helping me build this this dream that is so so important to stay regenerative 
because people will come and people will go and that's clients too and followers too, not just your staff Mm -hmm. and having that really clear core value because I often say people are going to vibe up or they're vibe out, right? Mm. And they're going to either align to the vibration of your organization or they're not. And sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow, Yeah, but it's always meant to be. And the more clear you are, the more you're going to attract those right people on all levels and eject the ones that don't. And that's a great thing. Mm. I think that obviously in order for you to be to, to build a regenerative regenerative business, you have to have a regenerative regenerative practice for yourself as a founder, as the leader, as the face, mm. as the creative. How are you getting fueled? I often say you can't be inspiring unless you're inspired. You mm. can't be a healer unless you're working on your own healing. You can't be a teacher unless you're a student. Mm. And so, how are you regenerating yourself to fill your own cup, drawing your own boundaries, taking sacred space? For me, that's a trip to, you know, Santa Fe or someplace like that once a year and other sort of modalities and contemplation exercises I do on a daily basis, like journaling, meditation, Mm -hmm. you know, ensuring that I'm nourishing my body with the right foods, with the right hydration, like regenerate, regenerate you because you're the life source of your business. Typically, if you're, you know, running, running it. Mm -hmm. And then I guess the third thing I'll say, which was a huge switch for me, which I think will be really powerful, I hope for your audience is understanding the power of money, mm. understanding the regenerative nature of abundance, right? And not being afraid to, a couple pieces here, not being afraid to invest in yourself. Um, you know, every single time I took a big leap, Nixie, and was like, okay, I'm going to spend this money on this consultant or this program or this mastermind or whatever it was. And it was just a smidge out of my comfort zone as yep. far as I could afford. Yeah it paid itself back in spades. Another element of of regenerative business making regarding money is like have a budget, like understand how your money is made, how your money is spent, what your profit margins are. I told you Simply Be is my second business. My first business went broke. I went to $75,000 worth of debt. I was, it was a financial disaster. Yeah. And I made so many mistakes and I learned so many lessons from those mistakes and that those lessons I took with me into simply be, and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get really good at money Mm -hmm. and I'm going to, I'm going to hire people to help me like an accountant and a financial advisor and a bookkeeper to like be those resources for me. And then again, investing in the regenerative nature of my business so that it can grow. And, and actually I thought I was really bad with money for a long time. And then that whole, I switched that narrative and I was like, no, I'm really good at money. I'm, I understand this. Mm -hmm. I get this. I can crunch a PNL. I can follow a budget. I can understand how to charge and where I should spend all of it. And so that is an essential piece because a business isn't a business unless it makes money. It's, if right. it isn't, if it isn't making money, it's a hobby. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I think people are longing to feel financially empowered, abundant and free. And you can't live a regenerative life unless you have those resources and money is just energy. And so when you switch your relationship with it um, and really look at it as a gift and a tool versus the enemy or the stress, the biggest stress point of your life, 
you know, I know it's a little easier said than done, but it, it really has been a, one of the biggest journeys I've taken mm, um, yeah. to create a, a business that just continues to grow. Yeah, I fully relate to that. The money story, working through it and and navigating from where you were and how you treated money once to, you know, how you can and what's possible is huge. And I really relate to a lot of your story and it's no coincidence why you're here. Um, yeah, I just, I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head with, with what that business structure can really look and be when it starts with the eye and the person in leadership. I often think that there's so many, um, it's unfortunate that there are so many people in business and leading these mega corporations that have zero understanding of what true leadership really is. And it, 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 you know, (laughs) tell me about it. It's like my biggest mission. Yeah. It is, it is a very good um, motivator for, for people like us and everyone listening that really wants to create something that is heart centered and, and we can actually be the example of the, in the business that we want to create. So, you know, I think, I think we're all onto something and I think we just need to keep pushing forward with what we're this discussion and, you know, what we're all doing here and the importance and the value of, like you said, being authentic to who you are and, and what you're here to do. So think that's absolutely gorgeous and uh you're awesome thank you so much for this beautiful conversation and uh inspiring me and reminding me of this beautiful synchronistic world that we live in and the magic that is afoot and available for all of us and I'm sure that so many of you guys really resonated to this um this message today so I have a couple more questions for you before we wrap up the show Jessica um yeah please if you were to paint like this, this world of like, you can tap into the most imaginative or um, maybe just more technical version of what this new earth could look like, what would it, what would it be and look like to you? So it's such a good question. I just want to like be with it for a second. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I don't know if this is, I think I could say this on your show. So I, you can say I you believe want. that I, <laughs> I know that I can, I, I have a deep connection to the Palladians and, um, you know, the, the, the light beings and from the galactic federation of light and, what I don't know much, you know, I'm not a, I'm not an alien channeler by any means, but I, I do, I have had a a large amount of experiences, uh, that profound experiences that have totally changed my perspective and have deepened and set me on my spiritual journey. And what I do know in my heart and soul is that the truth, the truth, the universal truth Mm -hmm. of the universe is the answer is always love. That's the whole, 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 whole universe. We happen to be inside of a galaxy, inside of a solar system that has duality, right? Light and dark. There is, you know, earth is a hot spot to be in the the universe from what I understand. (laughs) Yeah. And I you know, we come here to, to learn at school 
right? We know that earth school. And I think that we have become so unbalanced because, you know, you need earth, you need to be on earth. You need both dark and light. But when I think of like this new earth, I see it rebalancing into the feminine. Yeah. I see it rebalancing into more love and empathy and care for other people, sentient beings like animals. I don't eat them. <laughs> um, the planet, like the really, really re- revering again, the gift that it is to actually be here on planet earth and to, to operate from a place that is dissolved of the illusion that we are separate, dissolved of the illusion that we are better than the other, that there is black, white, gay, straight, old, young, big, small, like that we're actually all so intrinsically the same and like really operating from that place of knowingness. That is the new earth that I try to create every day with my work. And so when I, when I close my eyes and I picture that, I, I, when I close my eyes and I meditate, I, I really, I commune with the Palladians. I commune with the angels and my own spirit guides. And I see just these beautiful sort of holographic crystalline images that aren't reality, right? But it's the feeling within it that I feel is so palpable and possible. And so if I can do my part to remind myself of that first so that I can remind others around me this is really the gift of being here to love, to connect, to, to spread light. Mm-hmm. And I heard recently on a podcast, um, this idea of light worker, we call, we call it like call ourselves light workers, like so flippantly. And that's great. I call myself one too, but the operative words is actually like worker mm-hmm. that it takes work to spread the light and to be of the light and to teach the light, to know, to know the light. So, I guess to answer your question in summary, the new earth is where everyone is doing that work mm. actively and, and, and authentically. Wow. What a great answer. I think that's one of the best answers we've had on that. <laughs> so good. Thank you. <laughs> I started with the Palladians. I was like, where, I know, she, I was like, where is this going to go? go? <laughs> yes. Awesome, babe. That was great. Thank you so, so much. Um, Last and final question for you. Where can everybody find you and your new book? You're so kind. So you can find me at jessicazweig.com and you can find me on jessicazweig on Instagram, just my name. I spend most of my time there. You can go to simplybeagency.com. It's my website. And my book is called Be a No Bullshit Guide to Increasing Your Self-Worth and Your Net Worth by Simply Being Yourself. And you can find it wherever books were sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, your local bookshop, anywhere. Amazing. You buy your books. Yay. I'm excited. Yay. I have to get myself a copy. Sounds like it's going to be a good one. Please do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, love. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And uh, this was such an awesome chat with my fellow sister here. Please go check out her work. And I hope you enjoyed. If you did love this podcast episode, please remember to subscribe leave us a rating and review and we will see you next week. Bye for now, loves. Hey 
Hey Tribe, if you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. Whenever I get your little love notes, it really reminds me why I show up to this every single week and it also helps us grow the show and bring on awesome guests to learn from and expand our network. Please also share this with your beloveds, share it with your friends, and follow us over on Instagram at New Earth Podcast, and that is spelled N-U Earth Podcast. I can't wait to see you over there. I'm out in the world